Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome. This isn't a new intro, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome to Rise the Podcast, episode 159. <laughs> and I'm Brownie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. That's Kara. And I am the big cheese that stinks up your fridge. <laughs> this I'm is Appa on my shirt. A lot of people like so, this shirt, apparently. Speaking of cheese in your fridge. Oh, this is disgusting. If you did, if you were on him and he reared up on his back two legs, would you be opping a wheelie? Oh, yes. I love <laughs> I it. I love it. No, so speaking of cheese, I saw this thing that said, if you don't want your cheese to mold super fast, make sure your hands are completely washed, good dried, good to go, and then don't touch the cheese with your hands of the part that you're going to rewrap. Hold on to it with the wrapper because the the the... Um, oils and the bacteria on your hand are what causes your cheese to mold so fast. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely disgusting. But, oh, Xanth Althor, you guys are supposed to help me pass time before the movie. Very disappointing. I know we are the least efficiently run podcast. We're sorry. Don't leave us. We are literally trying. We're like, we're like running off of band-aids and potatoes over here trying to get this thing to run. The equipment we like have available. Literally, if we looked one inch outside of what's in frame, you would see nothing but chaos. Isn't it's that chaos. how it is typically, though, in like... Production? Production, no. yeah. So, Xanath, what movie? What movie? Are you going to go see the new Doctor Strange movie? I, I want to see the new Doctor Strange. I do, too. Apparently... Ryan, it's apparent you like moldy cheese. Brad, are you Ryan going to see... Ryan is moldy cheese. <laughs> Top Gun. Jeremy heard that was amazing. I heard it was really good. Also, I also heard the original Top Gun was really good, and it's like, okay. I, well, do you like that kind of movie, though? Straight up action. I, mean, I, I like action movies, but this one was mostly just like Val Kilmer and what's-his-face being kind of like Tom weird. Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, that guy. Tom Cruise is only an inch shorter than me. Everyone's like, Tom Cruise is so short, he's so short. It's like, he's not that short. Either I that mean, or I'm so short. How tall are you, Chris? Uh, five. Well, I guess he's two inches. I'm five nine. He's two inches shorter than me. So, I mean. He's like I thought he was like Daryl sized. I've, I have dated guys who are five seven. And to me, that is short. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> what was Shrek's wife's name? Fiona? You're Fiona. Hi, Fiona. She's At wearing least green today. princess. Yeah. I'm wearing my Boba's bean shirt. I was just about you know, to say, is Shrek or ogres are like beans. <laughs> I was about what? to say they're that really Fiona, farty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Fiona a Disney princess? But that's DreamWorks. It's so. DreamWorks. Um, yeah, he's seen Doctor Strange. Way to go! You have I, to let I us heard know. it's really, 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 really okay. Okay, but I have seen Top Gun. Thank you. You have to do a Kara movie review on Top Gun. It'll be next time, so I can refresh my memory. So uh, <laughs> Gus said, Gus, Gus, Cam. Gus, Gus, Cam, not Ron, Cam, but Cam, Cam. OG Cam. OG Cam says you know, the original Cam, The original Top Gun was really, really good. Um, so I grew up Kara on Iron Eagle. Which is a. What's Iron Eagle? It's, it's similar. No, it's not similar. It is the poor man's Top Gun. So it's so a it's guy like, whose dad gets kidnapped by terrorists <laughs> oh in the Middle East. What? Care he's like a 16 year old steals the plane. He's not 16. He's like in his 20s. A 20 year old steals the F-16 to go save his dad. And he doesn't go East. to Guantanamo for life. <laughs> he should. 
You know, so here's here's what would happen. This is my impression based on my understanding of your job. If I stole an F-16. Right? <laughs> an F-16 would shoot you down. So, like. well, so here's what would happen. So that's what Jeremy would like you to think. Here's what would happen. I drove in an F-16 to steal it, right? First, he would have to take the ice cream sandwich out of his mouth and set it down. Yep. <laughs> And then he'd have to like joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, uh let's let's just uh, tell. did you see what Zenith's thing said? Iron Eagle is better. No way. You be quiet. So here's the definitive thing. Like everything else in the universe, IMDB is gonna settle this for us. IMDB.com. I bet it's you personal preference too. I know. personal preference be damned. IMDB knows all. <laughs> So first, we're going to look up Top Gun and I, see what it I says. I feel like Top Gun is a more well-known movie, so... There's actually been three Top Guns. What? There's a Top Gun released in 1955. Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. All right, so Top Gun, the nicest rating is 6.9 out of 10. Iron 6.9? That's Ooh. honestly right about where I would rate it. Iron Eagle, 5.4 out of 10. I was going to say I probably had a five, five and a half. Probably. I mean, like I said, um, it's, it's... Brad really is surprised that you've seen Top Gun, but then he said, but hot guys, so... Tom Cruise isn't really a hot guy. Well, no, but you got Val He didn't Kilmer. say hot guy. He's a cute guy. Cute guy. I wouldn't I wouldn't even put Tom Cruise in my list no, of but crushes. There's, no, but there's Val Kilmer there. There's, I don't um, even know if I put Val Kilmer in my list of All the other pilots in there. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we got an IMDB game redemption. Woo! Samuel Jackson has been in more. It's the IMDB game. For those of you who do not know how the IMDB game is played, since we're already on IMDB, uh, it works thusly. According to IMDB, people have a certain number of actor credits. Ryan, we've already done Sam J. Have we? Yep. All right. Well, somebody pick another one. Anyway, so. Val Kilmer. The point of the okay, game. Well, actually, can I pick the next one? That's fine. Just let me finish doing the intro first. <laughs> Welcome to the IMDB game. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so the way that it works is and you pick an actor or actress. According to IMDB, they will have a certain number of actor credits. The game is you must determine whether or not they've appeared in more films or fewer films than screen legend Sean Connery. To play the game most fairly, don't bother looking up how many films Sean Connery has been, been in. He has just like, he's been in enough and had a long enough career to be a pretty high number, but not so much that there are people with way more or way fewer. Ryan. Tim I, Allen? No, Ryan, I know you redeemed it, but. But I mean, technically, you I, have points. You can spend your points. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refund his redemption since you're picking it. Okay. Thank you, everybody. So I wanted to pick. I watched with Chip. Friday was my day with Chip. I watched the movie Up. And I will tell you what. That movie Ed is Asner, fantastic. I guarantee it. So I wanted to do Ed Asner because that guy is amazing. So and he you want Ed Asner away. or Edward Asner? Ed. The one from Up. That's the same guy. Did you know they did a, a, a honor to him in the Muppet movie that came out, that Halloween Muppet movie? Really? Yeah, because you know it's in a haunted mansion or whatever. Yeah. His little grave was there, and then they had a ghost Aww. to him. Yeah. All right. So, Ed Asner. The voice from Up and well, very so well here, known here, from... I'm going to give you the, the top four credits okay. that he has on here. He's known for, according to IMDb, Up, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yep. Yep. Elf and El Dorado. Not Road to El Dorado, the 1966 Western classic starring John Wayne El Dorado. Oh, really? He plays Bart Jason. Huh. Who is he in 
elf. Santa. He plays Santa. Yep. I only say that with that much condescending certainty because I'm literally looking at it right now. I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen Elf. I'm not even going out memory here. I'm reading it on the box. Yep. Pig Newtons. <laughs> is this like a pork You're not allowed cookie? to like Louis C.K. anymore, which is unfortunate. I know. He's still oh, funny. Really? Because well, he he all the sexual misconduct stuff. Oh. His jokes can be funny still. That's His true. jokes are funny. Hitler was a great artist, not. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? There was a reason he was denied from art school. <laughs> did you know what Louis C.K. did? I don't. He just, he masturbated in front of a woman. Allegedly multiple women, but one for sure. Why would you do that? I don't know. She, Jeremy, you don't do that in front of care. Well, no, I mean, if you're in a relationship, whatever, who cares? But like, <laughs> I mean, if Jeremy you're never not, shuts the door. I forgot. Yeah, right. <laughs> no wonder she's grabbing me on the butt. in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. I have headaches a lot, guys. We're, we have not said the word Star Wars yet, so I'm just going to say that just so we I maintain said bulbous beans. I'm wearing my bulbous beans shirt. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. We're a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> we don't have to be a Star Wars podcast till probably the episode before and then after celebration. Right, yeah. seriously. No, what were, we, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about um, Ed Asner. No, I know, but there was something. No, I'm oh, oh, yeah, playing, uh, so uh, Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to kill the theme music for right now. <laughs> All of that conversation was accompanied by a jaunty little ditty for the IMDb game. <laughs> That's what's funny. Okay, well, let's wrap. Let's talk about right. Ed and Karen. Okay, so do you think that Ed Asner, let's just do that first. Do you think Ed Asner has appeared in more films or fewer films than Sean Connery? I'm going to say more because he's been in a lot. I'm going to, I don't know. Though. You can't pick the same as me, so that by default you have to pick less. Well, you guys are thinking. Fine, I'll do less. All right. Um, Zanth Althor said that um, something's a better love story than Twilight. And then Brad says Saving Private Ryan is a better love story than Twilight. I mean, up, man. Wow, does that just oh, uh, tickle your emotions with the first. I, I, so Jeremy said he was watching up and was like, you're going to let Chip watch up and get emotionally destroyed right. at 18 months old? Well, seriously, like up is like first two minutes of the movie. It's absolute depression. She has a miscarriage and she dies. Two minutes. It's like, well, why do you think that I fell minutes. asleep? I don't what? understand. My mic's on. I'm saying words. Am I not? You are saying words. You are saying words. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, you'd be really weird if. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I, 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 the intro is ten minutes, or the like. In the, the beginning of the movie is ten minutes. You get enough of them to really like drive it home, and then it just just twists your knife in your heart. But. Mm -hmm. Overall, fantastic movie. Yeah. The, the thing that I thought was interesting was... All right, so before we do a detailed analysis of Up, we need to finish playing fewer. the IMDb I game. I need to go with fewer. Jeremy's going with more. Okay, he has appeared not only in more, substantially more. No way. He has appeared... He is accredited with 410 acting credits. Ed Asner? Holy wanna, Lord. So his, his newest credit is for 2023 for Unplugged. He is voicing. Oh, and he's... He passed away this year, didn't he? Uh, August of 21. Oh. So he obviously had done... So I'm still scrolling back in time. Back in time. Oh, he did... He, 1957. Dang, that was before my mom appearance. was born. So that's all... That's a 60... Well, so even though it's posthumously, that'll be a 65, 66 year... Acting career. Career. Dang. 
Well, thanks. Thanks, (laughs) Thanks, Santa Alpha Warrior. We're glad we could keep you company. Let us know somehow. Get join our Discord and send us a message afterwards and let us know. I appreciate you you backing me and saying Iron Eagle is better. Um So I grew up with, so yo. Anyways, so to talk about up. Has everybody seen up? Brad, have you seen up? Who hasn't seen up? But maybe Brad hasn't seen up. Brad, if you haven't seen up, I don't know if I can talk to you when we come back in California. Just saying. Um anyways, so Charles Muntz was the explorer that like brought Carl and Ellie together, but then it turns they out he's love a, for him. Yeah, he, he's a big jerk. <laughs> he started out cool, but then he ended up being a. It's it, you know it's it's funny how many movies actually are truly similar. Similar Up story is kind of like uh, Paddington Bear Wait, in a way. When you haven't seen Up, no way, girl. No, you way. go on Disney Plus right now and you it, turn it on is, Up and you watch it. Yeah, stop watching this horrible podcast yeah. and watch Up instead. Have them both running. <laughs> Actually, you know what we should do? We should just stream us watching Up instead I, of I, the podcast. I watch love, Jeremy cry. I love Brad. I cry too. Brad says, "If I haven't seen Up, Kara, you can't talk crap." <laughs> um, but he says, "I have." <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a movie that Brad. There's potential Brad hasn't seen. Have, <laughs> Tony says I've seen Down. <laughs> That's the prequel. Yeah. Um, but so back has Brad seen Frozen? Why would he watch Frozen? He he Kara, says he's an uncle. Kara, let it go. Oh no! All right. Let it go. <laughs> Hold on, I need to do something now. Where is it? What Redeem. Are we doing? Jeremy on time, time out. out. But then it's always joke. awkward because I'm like, Ooh, that's fine. I've got stuff I want to talk about. about. Jeremy, get out of here. Do I have to leave on this one? Yeah, this is the the new ultimate ultimate timeout. It is super we'll sad when, the but then it gets super good. Also, Ryan has a thing for the raging boob. The raging what? Boob. Boob. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Is that a what? That's that's what Chris Perillo calls it. It's the raging boob. Interesting. It looks like well, I guess. Yeah. What is Brad not a fan of? Somebody asked him. Uh, so Brad said he frozen. turned frozen off at like halfway. He said it's oh, not a frozen. fan. No, that's totally fine. Well, it tangled. Jeremy likes tangled. That's a good. That's the one with uh, Merida. Oh, no. Rapunzel. Merida. I'm thinking brave. of Brave. Brave is is a good movie too. Tangled has like the super like pompous Prince Charming guy, right? Huh? Pop? Pompous or, or fucking It's uh, Zachary has... Levi? No, 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 no. That's like the guy that has Flynn like Rider? the donkey or whatever, right? Rider, yeah. Flynn Rider. I, think, I, thought, I thought that there was like a guy that was supposed to be like a Prince Charming type. But he was like, like imagine like a watered down Gaston. I might be thinking of a different movie. Yeah. No, this is the Rapunzel one is she is, you know, captured by Mother Gothel. And held in the tower. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know. That I yeah. I know it. I'm just no. So yeah, Flynn Rider uh, tries to steal the crown. Then realizes she like he likes her, and he's more like Aladdin. Kind of an yeah. He is like Aladdin. He's a thief. He's Gwen a says scoundrel. she hasn't seen Tangled or Brave. What? Oh my gosh, Gwen. And uh, we have a wheel spin redemption by Ryan. So should Jeremy, I do that right now? Jeremy, you can come back in. No, I'm gonna wheel. spin it. All Dang right. it! I guess Kara's spinning it. Jeremy, you're banned for life. No, it's going to be a Jeremy Lego walk, yo. Holy, that was a heck of a spin. I hope it lands on Kara Lego walk. I don't honest. want it to. This thing's never going to stop. <laughs> 
What is happening? The bearings must have been greased. We have carrot. Oh, no, it's going backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that say? Jeremy explains science. Oh, okay. So Ryan, okay, what are we having Jeremy explain? Well, so so since Ryan redeemed the wheel spin, he gets to pick a scientific topic for Jeremy to explain. Let Jeremy, just, put your phone away. Let it's it back be, down. Yeah, you can't. You cannot Google over it. Here, over here. No, over, over there. Here. You're off time out now. You cannot Google it. You cannot Google it. You have to right just Ryan pick something obscure, something crazy obscure that nobody oh, like. Yeah, Brad says, "Wow, the wheel balances on." <laughs> <laughs> it almost backed up to Kara like a walk. Was that the, was that the red one there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the wheel hates me, yo. I'm just you gave saying. It too much spin, Kara. I just do a better spin than you do. Also, these are coming loose again. We need to put some Loctite in there. Did Ryan pick a topic yet? Not no, yet. Ryan. You hurry wanted up. to talk. Okay, about the first scientific topic. topic that comes into the chat is now going to be the thing that we talk yep, about. Yeah, Ryan forfeited his right. He had he had he had right of quantum first physics topic. What's that? Quantum physics. That's not fun. Yo, yo isn't a. Scientific I said topic. yo. I said yo. So I think Brad's making fun of me. Oh, I see. He says he wants to know all about sea mammals. Sea mammals, like sea monkeys. Oh, a, so, a mammal that lives in the sea. All right, so now we get to be quiet. Just, this is just Jeremy for like two minutes. Okay. Go ahead. No, all of those are going to start with the only thing I know about mammals is I thought it was the hair that made them a mammal but it is actually milk production that makes them a mammal. So that is the reason why a platypus is actually considered a mammal because it must give milk even though it lays eggs. But that was the design. Okay, here's the thing though. Like how does a platypus baby with its beak nurse? I don't know. Well, so you know that- figured it out. You you know mammal, mammary, mammal, that's how that- Shut up, really? Anyway, you're explaining science, not me. Oh, I would never- All right, Jeremy, sea mammals. Yep. So sea mammals, I don't know, is a whale a mammal? Is a whale a mammal? You're the expert. You're explaining science. It gives live birth. No, no, no. But how does a baby whale suck on the teat? (laughs) That's illegal to say, right? We're talking about natural (laughs) things. This isn't Jeremy asked science questions. You have to explain it to us. I'm turning red. Explain sea mammals. Why am I so red? Fix the white balance. Why am I so red? No, talk about mammals, not your face. My face is a mammal. (laughs) So I would, I don't know what an example of a sea mammal is. There's no sea mammals. Yeah, there are. Dolphins? Sure. Whales? Yeah. Just tell us, tell us about sea mammals. That's the I only know the mammary gram thing. Mammary gram. That they give milk is what makes them a mammal. And that milk kind of tells you, Jeremy. I mean, this was worse than Kara's movie review. It was. All you, you had to do was make mammals. something up with confidence, and you, Jeremy, you are good at that. I am a you thousand percent, a thousand right. percent confidence on stuff that is completely <laughs> wrong. But you couldn't make up a fact about sea, sea mammals. <laughs> I'm trying to explain real science. No, no, this doesn't say Jeremy explains real science. This is just Jeremy explains science. I could have explained how the force works better than sea mammals. They're confusing. How do sea mammals fall in love? I don't know if they fall in love. Can you fall in water? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. They can't fall in love. Singing mammary grand says Blad. Says Blad. Blad. <laughs> the old, old Greenwetsky. 
We need more subs so we can get the Grain Wedski emote. In oh on my this. gosh, guys! I don't even know. Jeremy, <laughs> Gwen says moose are food for killer, killer whales. <laughs> so let's talk about these sea mammals. You know what? Mermaids would be a sea mammal, right? Because they probably produce. Jeremy, milk. mermaids aren't real. No, they don't have to be, apparently, in the world. Let Jeremy explain. This is Jeremy explaining. Explain mermaids. Mermaids would be a mammal, or they're mammals, because they have the ability to produce milk. We don't know how they give birth, but, you know. (laughs) Who needs to figure that out? Um, But sailors used to confuse manta rays for dolphins. (laughs) What? Well, wasn't there a reason why we're... They, they, Chris, manatees. This is, this is Jeremy. Manatees. Manatees. This is the story of my life. I'm like 80% close. This is the best wheel <laughs> spin redemption. But you're redemption 1,000% right <laughs> that you're... No, I, 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 I don't know. You know, maybe manta rays are my thing. I would, you know, flapjacks get me excited. Flat things. Somebody clip that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Let me explain my joke. It's not a joke if you have to explain it. (laughs) Sailors would look at the manatees and think that they were women from being bored and out at sea for so long. So I got manatees confused with manta rays. So I thought, well, maybe if I make it seem like flat things, like if I saw a manta ray, I'd be like, hey, baby. <laughs> I was see. So then it was kind of funny to me if I thought manta rays were cool and attractive, maybe pancakes and anything that was flat would be attractive. Can you imagine if Steve Irwin got poisoned to death by a pancake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right through the heart. Mm, I, I feel we need another one of those sometime soon. <laughs> Ryan says, all I know is that mammals have an anus. And that is true because that's a conversation that we had like last week. But, <laughs> but other animals have them as well that are not mammals. Yes. I was going to say fish poop. Snakes. Well, so snakes, no, reptiles have a cloaca, which is different than an anus. Really? Because it's, it's both excrements go out of the same hole. What? Yeah. Interesting. That would stink. Yes, it would. <laughs> no pun intended. I don't want to clean up that cage because it smells. What about birds? Do they have a cochlea? Chloe cut. They don't have a cochlea? <laughs> it's n- no. <laughs> is a cochlea in your throat? Uh, I don't know what that is, but I know that it's not a bird butthole. <laughs> no. What's a cochlea? It's your eardrum. That's yeah. what a cochlea is. Cochlea cola. You can really <laughs> hear it fizzing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's it circle all the way back to before like the the secret for <laughs> the secret forbidden podcast that we did that was like eight minutes long and really terrible. What was the good idea that I had, Jeremy? Oh, to give out Game Boy cartridges with Rise of the Podcast stickers at Star Wars Celebration. I yeah. think that'd be sweet. I um I What if seen- we turned them into keychains? I had well, that's like a whole extra step. step. <laughs> it doesn't take that long. Just make them like about this big. Have I mean, them on a little keychain. People would totally carry that around. That's sick. Game Boy carts already kind of about that big. I just don't know how you would actually would you just like hot glue a chain on or I'm, I'm trying sh- to keep production costs down. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> time is of the essence. Here. You could be like, <laughs> here, we, have this. Turn it into a keychain. We could do it. Put a ribbon around it. <laughs> that is an ornament. That'd be cool though. 
right? It's a Christmas ornament. Very people celebration. Would hang it out, people would hang it on backpacks and right stuff. around Christmas just spikes because everyone's <laughs> hanging on their tree and remembers about us. And then after the holidays, it goes That's So, like, we already have May, right? So, like, May the 4th or whatever. So, like, that's, like, our thing. So, if we just get them in Christmas time, too, that's, like, we just need to start filling in the gaps in between them. Right. Brad says just make it so it can go on a lanyard. Everyone wears oh, lanyards, we so just make something to put on them. Could we turn them into pins? Why is Brad's name censored, according to Gwen? What? Gwen said that's a good idea. No, she said up, she, the, that's up, up arrows. Oh. So she's saying the thing above is a good idea. Do you even go on the internet? No. Do you even internet? Ugh. Not anymore. I don't have my shirt. It's a heart of the pulse. The heart of the, <laughs> the pulse. Heart of the pulse. The I love you. It's like the heart of the cards. Actually, Chris. Chris. Yes. We should not do Game Boy cartridges. I was trying to think of something small and easy to make. It's right in front of us. Lego studs, dude. I mean, we could, but it's a lot harder to put a sticker on a Lego stud. Yes, but it w- could be really cool. People would probably really like it. They'd be like, oh, cool. And then, you know, Rise of the Podcast. Could totally we? Do you say, could we put the Rise of the Podcast logo instead of Lego? I bet you on I top? could Fiverr somebody, or I could figure it out. We could just print it and have it say ROTP with a QR code on the inside. I don't know. Those I, I, the, I was just thinking of something that's like easy to make like yeah. 50 or 100 of. Yeah. And Latin, yeah. No support needed. That's I can put true. them in my Travelon bag and right. be like, what's all those? And I'm like, I like playing the same game. <laughs> <laughs> Hand it out to the TSA. People. Right. This one's for you. Okay. Is there uh, convention pass holders with a border? Yeah, but that's like, stu- like, I'm trying to think of something that's like, we have 3D printers and I can order stickers for the cheap. Like, that's, like, what I was thinking. It's, like, like if I if we were going to do something else, it's, like, we should have done that, like, two months ago. That's true. That's true. Like, when Jeremy should have bought the plane tickets. <laughs> hey, waiting was actually ended up being cheaper. <clears throat> and better time. Well, w- w- so, you, there was, like, the cheap price point, and then it was, like, waiting, 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 and then yep. it spiked, and then it was, like, okay, we had a little bit of a deal. It's yeah. basically what happened with GameStop. That's true. I Stock. Bringing up an old reference. Yeah. Anyway. It was a times character. So, it's an older reference, but it checks out. Yeah, it checks out. So we will be handing out cool things at Celebration. I hope so. Let's not promise too much. I'm going to have to design that sticker tonight. You can do it. You can do it. I think, like, literally, I just, like, all I need to do is figure out, like, I'll find a Game Boy STL, measure up what the size of the thing needs to yeah. be. And yeah, just I was going to say, send it to us, and we can be printing on it, too. Do you think would it be better to just rip them off one at a time, or do you like do just multiples. like fill a print bed and go? Maybe fill the print bed. That's and go. what I do. It depends on the day. It, like if I was to, if it was like if I got maybe home. if you slice like three different ones, it's like here's a single, here's like one right. row, and here's a full bed. So it's right. like overnight you can just go. That's knock exactly them all what out. I was thinking. If I'm gonna sit at home, I could just rip <laughs> them off one at a time. Because I do hate when a print fails and then the whole bed turns out to. Yeah, you're like you're literally like you're like seven hours into a thirteen hour print, whereas you yep. could have gotten like six good ones and then the fail or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars. What are we talking about Star Wars today? Well, well celebration. I thought was going to be our Star Wars thing. Oh yeah, okay. Well, but unless fun. Jeremy has an actual Star Wars thing to bring well, up. Um. Well, no. So I did watch. So yeah. Okay. I wanted to talk more about Up, but we'll stick to Star Wars. It's fine. Really liked Up. I really liked Ed Asner, and I really liked The Bird, and I was going to compare it to Paddington, but that's fine. Go for it. I like how you're talking about an old movie and comparing it to another old movie. (laughs) But anyway, so I had Chip after we got done watching Up. Then we sat and watched the behind the scenes of the book of Boba Fett. 
And that was really, really good. So a lot of the things that I know people have their opinions about Book of Boba Fett, but it is amazing to me um, how much work and energy and everything that went into the production of that show or what goes into the production of these things. So the first thing was, is let's talk about Kirstan, uh, Kirstan, Kirstan, the, the Wookiee. Kirstan. So Kirstan. Kirstan. He, their first thought was if they were going to add a Wookiee, kids are going to tend to be like me and just get everything mushed together and they're going to be like Chewy. So they had to make this Wookiee be very distinct from Chewbacca. That was like their first concept. Is they're like, wanted to make it sure. He reminded me of Tarful. Yeah, right. He did. More but I mean, Tarful's kind of a obscure, I guess, Wookiee. I've never heard of him. He's in, he is in, um, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so they, they, they looked into the extended universe, like all the EU stuff, like, hey, we're, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. And how, could, how cool would it be? So they had all these different concepts for, like, Jedi Wookiees and Bounty Hunter Wookiees and all these things, and they ended up going with this, like, basically Bounty Hunter-style Wookiee. He ostensibly is, though. He does take contracts for money, so he is... He's, yeah, he's definitely a bounty hunter. Or like a, yeah, you know, so... Slash um, assassin, I guess. Also mercenary. sort of owned by the yeah. Huts, maybe? Yep, a merc. So they talked about him, and just, like... They rigged up his face. All the behind-the-scenes stuff is super interesting. They rigged up the face so that when he raised his eyebrows as an actor, it would raise the eyebrows on the Wookiee, and then the mouth, too, would move. And it was just incredible to see, like, behind-the-scenes. So he'd be like, he could add emotion, and he did the whole, like... So is it, like, like they're, like, pasting stuff onto him so it's, like, doing stuff? Or is it, like, or is it like you know... What I imagine when he said that is like, you know, people put like the brain sensors on you yeah. when you're sleeping. That's what I was imagining was like rigged onto him. It's something like that. Yeah. Where it was like a sticker with a sensor and if it. Yeah. Like it yeah, detected the. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. That makes sense. That's um, cool. What is Brad saying? He can't read it from here. Uh, I think they should have made him a bounty hunter Ewok. His movie would be biting ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, I want to see. Carrie, you should draw up some concept, concept, concept art of an Ewok bounty hunter. That would be funny. Because I love the concept art on a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. So anyways, and then the other cool thing is way back in the day, way back in the day, when Tamora Morrison was cast for the role of Django Fett, George Lucas pulled Kathleen Kennedy aside and said, if you ever do Boba Fett live action, you need to use Tamora Morrison. Really? So way back in the day, George Lucas had already had it planned out. Like, if you're going to use Boba Fett, do Tamora Morrison, because George Lucas has really a big thing for... um, I mean, it, ma- it only makes sense since Boba is a clone of Django that Tamora Tamora would play him. So I, I thought that was kind of a cool little throwback. And then, like, I know I had read on some Reddit forums and stuff like that that people really thought that the acting wasn't the best for Tamora Morrison. And I think he did a fine job. Yeah. I had no complaints about the no. way he acted. Yeah. I thought it was really, really good. And so there was two points he was trying to drive home was when he made his appearance as Boba Fett in Mando, he wanted to drive the character's, like, abilities home. And I watched the fight seat where Yoga, or Yoga, Yoda is, baby Yoda, Grogu, is on the um, pillar, like, reaching out to Luke through the Force. Mm-hmm. And that's when the um, Razor Crest gets blown up and then Boba Fett shows up. His fight scenes in that were amazing. Like, I don't realize how good mm-hmm. he was in that fight scene. And then he talks about using melee, like, the gaffy stick, and he didn't want it to just be, like, a like a bash, bash, bash fight scene, but a more precise, like, land it where the hit needs to go and then move on. Mm-hmm. So there was, there was, like, all the thought that went into it. And then, like, they showed his workout, the Tamora Morrison's workout routine, and he showed, like, how buff he got working, like, his daily schedule. So this behind-the-scenes was really in-depth and really, really interesting into all the work that went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really neat. And then they just talked about, like, having um, Mandalorians now. You, you, so 
Boba Fett used the gaffy stick more because Mando is a gunslinger. Okay. So they're like trying to drive home these distinct like roles or differences. So you have some, you know, dynamic relationship where it's not just, they're not just both blasting everybody, you know? Um, Mm. And I I played, it played really well. And then like watching back some of the scenes bit by bit, it is like there's a scene where when the town is getting taken over before the rain corps shows up, there's like a guy calling on the roof and Boba Fett uses his missile launcher to blow him up. I'm like, oh, that is super good. I want to go back and watch that now again. It's I like the show. We started watching. So, Kara doesn't let me watch anything by myself anymore. I always have to wait for Kara to watch everything. Did you so, watch that TikTok I sent you? Yes. With like the the guy who did, did you show Kara at all? No, or? I didn't. So this guy like is like doing this TikTok. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go tell my girlfriend I'm gonna go watch a movie without her, right? And she's like laying in bed. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go watch a movie now. She's like, wait, what? And he just like gets up and walks out and then like he sits down on the couch and she comes like flying out of the bedroom, like wrapped around in her blanket, and then she just like bites it and falls down in the hallway. <laughs> like she's like, ah and he's like, it's just like people need to be allowed to watch things on their own. You like, especially just for an economy of time. It's like you can watch stuff individually and then talk about it later. And then you have something to talk about instead of just sitting silently next to each other. And then be like, okay, that was cool, or whatever, you know. I just like, like it could lead to a through. better amount of discourse to actually have a conversation <laughs> after the fact. So Tony says it? there's an Ewok Jedi. I want to see this Ewok Jedi. That sounds amazing. What's um, the Ewok Jedi's name? Yeah, Tony. What's the Ewok Jedi's name? Um. So okay. So what was I talking about? You were talking about Boba Fett. Boba Fett, but after. oh yeah, and we were talking about you not being able to watch shows without me. Not being able to watch shows, so I wanted to watch Moon Knight, right? Which is it was actually really really good. I really enjoyed. I really it. liked it. Oh, he doesn't. Um, Kara's like, I want to watch that too, and then um, I forgot the whole train of thought. Where I was going with this. Yeah, so Tony says he doesn't have a name. He does not, but he was. Uh, he, he, this says on uh, Wikipedia, an Ewok Jedi was an activity at some point following the founding of the New Republic in four ABY. Unusually for most Ewoks, this Ewok was born with the necessary mental capacity to access and utilize the Force. Hmm. So, are they saying Ewoks are normally dumb? They're very uh, primitive. Yes. I mean, they're at least as smart as a Wookiee. Well, I was gonna say, but they I don't use guns. Caught and Chewie. Stuff. <laughs> huh? They caught Chewie. I mean, it's true, but Chewie is like food driven. I was about to say I thought Ewoks were actually pretty smart until I realized they worshipped C-3PO. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, they're really dumb. And like I said, they don't use guns. Like, they haven't been able to create guns and stuff like that. Wookiees have guns. But then Wookiees, they didn't make the bowcaster. Han and Chewie probably just roam in the galaxy, and Chewie's like, oh, there's a nice no, gun. The, Wookiees make their own bowcasters. It's part of, like, their thing. No way. 100%. 100%. I never have heard that. Dude, if you would have read the Star Wars every day I did about bowcasters, you would know this. <laughs> was there a Star Wars every day about bowcasters? Yes. No way. Jeremy probably was the one to talk about it. No, no, this is one of the typed ones that I know mm. Jeremy didn't read. Mm. Oh, funny. No way. I didn't All this know content that. we generate for the channel and it never gets double checked. <laughs> it's a lot of content some days. <sighs> anyway, um, Moon Knight. Well, no, I was ta- I was going to talk about being able to watch stuff and like shows I was looking to watch by myself, and then um, just not being able to because you wanted to watch them all with me. So, but uh, Mo- Moon Knight was really really good. I liked it. I really liked the Moon Knight. Um, Egyptian lore is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's fun too because it's like I've I've had enough e- like exposure to different um, like Tony used to like Anubis, right? Is that an Egyptian god? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then in Destiny, the game, Kara's got the knife Osiris. from Osiris as a character in there. I don't know. It's been mixed throughout all the years. I've seen the mummy and the mummy returns. Mm-hmm. Like, that carries a lot of weight. But, no, it was super awesome seeing all the... I really liked... What's a con- Kanash? Tuaret. Oh, Kanu- uh, Kanush. The one who basically is giving Moon Knight his powers? Kanshu. Kanshu. Yes, like Cashew, but Kanshu. Yep. And um, he is fighting Amit. If he I discovered that you were taking cookies out of the cookie jar, he'd say, can't you taking cookies? <laughs> oh, boo. is hilarious. I love the, the her. The hippo was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Super, super funny. But I thought... Uh-oh. It, Uh-oh. Sorry. You guys carry on. The Field of Reeds, I didn't think... I thought you also had to get through the Field of Reeds, but was that the... Oh, did somebody redeem a blackout? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So when you pass in the afterlife, you're supposed to get... Is that how we're doing it, huh? I wonder, do we need a little bit of fill? Does that do anything? No. It's too far away. Yeah, too much fall off. Um, anyway. Star Wars After Dark. It's, <laughs> oh, I like okay. how the lights go up. Actually, maybe... On the stream, it looked like it did something. Well, that's cool. If I actually pointed at you guys, it would help. <laughs> My eyes are getting, my glasses are getting a weird reflection <laughs> off of it. Ooh. So anyways. We need to come up with another lighting setup for when we're doing, oh, there we go. I like that. Kind of fun, right? Yep. No, so when you die in the Egyptian lore, you ride a boat and they weigh your heart against the feather a- and Across what the duat. The feather and they Your weigh, heart. But isn't there something nope, else they it's check it's just a feather and the heart. Balance and that's it? Yep. Yep. So then if you pass that, you go to the Field of Reeds. But I thought you also had to get through the Fields of Reeds. Nope, the Field of Reeds is where you end up. It yep. is. The Duat, if uh, you're traveling across yeah, the Duat, the Duat is, and yeah. if you, if your heart is heavier or whatever, as if it's evil, then you get to get dumped in the Duat. Yeah, and then you turn into a big sand. Sand statue, yes. Unless the power of brotherly love saves you. Yep. Spoiler if you haven't watched movie. <laughs> Um, Even though it's schizophrenic love. <laughs> it, no, it was really well done. So I would love to do a comparison because it's like. <laughs> what? Uh, Brad's referencing the classic Conan O'Brien bit. So there's a they, leading up to the millennium on late night or is it late night or whatever the show is. Yeah, the late night with Conan O'Brien. Um, they would do this thing where they would make predictions about what's going to happen in the year 2000. So they would put the lights down, they would uplight themselves with things, and they'd be like, in the year 2000. <laughs> I would have done that the in second In the we year went live. 2000. And then they'd say something ridiculous like, gas prices yeah. will become so high that people will work 17 jobs just to buy one gallon of gasoline. That's true. That is, in the year 2022, what was my phone doing? gas will get out of control. Yep. Did you uh, see the flashing on my phone screen? Look at that. I did. That's just picking up the. Oh yeah, it's just reflecting bar. this light. Yeah. Or no, it's actually it's reflect. To me, it's reflecting those lights. Yeah, you're right. Oh, there. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Kara's like, like easily distracted on? more than Doug. Squirrel. And squirrel. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Jeez, Kara. So I, what we need to do? I really like the blackout. I think this looks cool. What I need to do is get like. A couple of like couple more like LED lights to like shoot at you guys or right, something. Right. Um 
Or do you like you, the spooky story lights? I like how I'm the most well-lit person here now. And you don't even have a camera on you. Um, we need to rig those Legos with LEDs. So they're like a little Lego LED light strip or something. <laughs> or landing lights. Due to a shortage of baby formula, Jeremy will master his knowledge of animal husbandry and milk all the mammals for chip. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes, Brad. Yes. I knew I liked you for a reason. Brad, that's your that's deep one of my cut favorite. Conan O'Brien references. Brad, that was one of my favorite comments that you've made yet to date. That is really funny. It's, and it's like applicable tonight's uh, thing. So no, so so the Field of Reeds is like Valheim for Vikings. Mm-hmm. What other mythological end of life places? Do we, and we have heaven. In Valheim Europe. or Valhalla? Uh, Valhalla. Valhalla. Sorry, it's a stupid video game. Okay. Oh man. What's the one for the Greeks and the Ro- like Romans and stuff like that? Uh, Mount Olympus is where the gods yeah, live Roman in Greek mythology. Afterlife. Well, and then the River of Souls in Hades is like mm-hmm. is hell. Is like uh, deceased lived in the underworld. Blah blah blah. Um, according to an unreputable source. <laughs> Uh, there's no fixed or enforced beliefs about life after death in the ancient realm. The general consensus was that the least deceased lived in the underworld. Influences and adaptations from Greek culture can be found through poetry, blah, blah, blah. Um, the fields of Elysium, where souls of the blessed reside, and then the gloomy, gloomy Tartarus, home of the damned. So Elysium would be in um, the Aeneid, according to the Aeneid. By Virgil would be. That's funny. Uh, the Iniid is the uh, uh, what they call the the grouping of Egyptian gods. Do they really? Yeah. Did you learn Does, that in Moon Knight? Yeah. Really? Because well, in the, the very beginning, this is I think. Uh, in the beginning, he was like, "Oh, I had a complaint about the Iniid of the Iniid oh, poster we have. You only have seven gods on here, and there's actually nine. Oh, that's dang, Kara. You have a Rain Man memory there. My mind is like a steel trap. When th- for things you're interested in. Yep. If it's just not interested in it, it's like a two opposite magnets. Yeah. Like weird movies. <laughs> Tell us about Kara's been learning HTML. I have been. I've been learning HTML and kind of working on CSS. It's cool. It's interesting. It's I like it. So the so you're talking about the Ennead. This oh. is the poem Aeneid. So here, this is how, this is the thing I'm talking oh, about. Oh, the Aeneid or whatever. And Aeneid, this is Aeneid? what you're talking about. Like yeah, the I, e. I, I, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce either one, but they're close but different things. Okay, I didn't realize it was different spelling. The way you said it, it could have been spelled. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. I was like, I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So like, I had to Google a bunch of stuff. That's why you heard clickety clack clack clickety clack. <laughs> Then Tony said, there's the river of sticks. <laughs> yes, that's actually what's called. That's where they play um, Mr. Roboto on repeat. <laughs> the band sticks recorded Mr. Roboto. Yep. Nope, I'm not going to acknowledge that with a laugh. All right, so. some. I feel like right now I want to sing, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> so th- the idea behind the blackout redemption would be at some point. Like, and I don't know how to do it, like, graphically, but be like, somebody has to, like, oh, okay, perfect. Jer- or Ryan redeems Spin the Wheel of Mystical Fortune. 
basically I wanted to be like blackout. We stay in blackout until somebody else does like a channel point redemption or tips or cheers or something to turn it back on. To turn it back on. So because we have a wheel spin, we can now turn the lights back on. Praise God. Good. I'm getting right. tired of holding my phone. So you guys can continue talking. I'm <laughs> excited for this wheel spin, except I'm going to tighten down this knob really quick here. You keep it calm. Oh yeah, like you're good. Why would you? Why? Okay, Chris left to turn the lights on. Jeremy left to tighten the knobs, and y'all leave me to keep the convo going. You don't understand how important it is to tighten the knob, all right? Why are That's you smiling like that? You are ridiculous. Is that Wait, in the Soka emote? It. No. What is it? That is, Cage Dance. According oh. to this. So Brad says we need to read. The VTuber. We need to buy a clapper for the lights. I agree. Well, so I was trying to get a system where they were all in like one power strip so I could turn them on and off together or whatever. And this was just sort of the hack together version that I was able to assemble because I wanted to get more channel redemption. You should have a light switch right on the pole there. All right, Jeremy, I need you to <laughs> run me another man. outlet. No, what would be really cool, too, is if we were able to, like, attach a little motor to that that was directly hooked up to a Discord bot. So when somebody No, I would automatically assume you guys would rig it up so it'd be Kara walks on Legos if every If you think we're time. smart enough to be able to rig something <laughs> like that, you're giving us too much credit. No, we are. We are. But, but, but there's enough collective brain power here we can figure it out. The two brain cells we share between the no. three of us. Oh, cool. <laughs> are you saying Jeremy doesn't have one? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm saying unless we borrow it to him, he doesn't have oh, one. Okay, okay. How cool would it be? if somebody redeemed like a wheel spin and the wheel just started spinning. That would be kind of cool. So that being said, we like, we could do it with like a, a monitor or a screen or something with a virtual wheel. Yeah. It would be like easy to do. I would trust And then it'd that. be really easy to put in weight, care Lego walk at 99 out of 100 and everything else at one out of 100. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> All right, spin the dumb wheel. All right, here we go. Is that the sound of you slapping the floor? No. That was the sound of Jeremy farting. It was oh. not. It was a flip-flop, maybe? No, I'm not sure. Whatever that slapping All right, here was. we go. Let's see what we got. Jeremy, walk on Lego. Jeremy, walk on Lego. Kara, move. Kara. <laughs> movie okay, review. Okay, so, so what movie? Ryan, what movie am I watching? Yeah, Ryan, you can pick any movie you want Kara to do a review of for next week's episode. Please do, make it something good. Do we want it to be something she's never seen before? Yeah, yeah. I can guarantee you if Ryan is suggesting it, it, she will not have seen it before. Brad is excited. Did he say yes? Is no. that what he's excited for? Yeah. You have to write down. They want you to. Oh, get Ryan, you want me to choose? No. Okay, I'm going to do you a favor, Ryan. You're going to watch Black Sheep. I've what never is even Black heard Sheep? of it. Chris Farley film. Oh, the <laughs> sequel to Tommy Boy? It's not a sequel, but. It's a mirror. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's another in that You'll vein. You'll love Will it. Will I, though? Does Will Brad I? agree? I want Brad to agree. Okay, so you need to write down... Yeah, Ryan oh, says, Brian I agree. Agrees. That's All the right. one he wants. Here's the good news. You're in for a treat. <laughs> Brad, next week, it was okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Did you like Tommy Boy? I recall it being fine. It was a good movie. Okay, good. If you like Tommy Boy, you should love Black Sheep. Okay. You can get a good you look at a steak by down. sticking your head up a bull's butt. Would you just take the butcher's word for it? 
Is that from Black? No, no that's from Tommy, Tommy Boy. Okay, okay. Lots of people go to school for eight years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> Melted chocolate in the intake. That really upped the recent. Uh, oh yeah, that's David Richard. Spade too. Yeah. It's got they're, a, they're both in there. They're both in okay. it. Okay, I like yeah. David Spade. He's in. He's in. Shoot me now or just, just shoot, shoot me, me now. Yeah. He's in. Shoot me now. <laughs> um, no, you have to write down the questions that I have to answer again. I forget what they are. The, there is so yeah, many. It's, yeah, like, so instead of just doing like a plot summary thing, it's like what was what what was your favorite scene? What was your least favorite scene? Overall, what was your impression? Who would you recommend it to? Would you watch it again? Okay. See, so, you know, Tommy Boy. I I'll send it in Messenger or something. Hmm? I'll send it to you in Messenger. I won't forget either. Black Sheep, I really enjoy. I think I. I mean, I used to own the DVD for that movie. I don't know where it is, but I used to own the DVD. Oh, uh, we have a Death Star plans been stolen. We are now talking about our favorite board games. Oh, fun. Who, who redeemed that? Jim did. Oh, fun. Okay, so... I suppose I can cut from the wide back in so people can see you. Board games have been my addiction lately, but like mm-hmm. weird off-the-beat ones. So I've been wanting to play this one with Kara, but she refuses to learn it, which is kind Spice of... Spice Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I told Jeremy, I was like, you learn this inside and out, know exactly what to do Uh-oh. with everything. We're talking about canceling Jim now. <laughs> Death Star plans have been redeemed. Well, nobody's going to hear about your game. So, boom. Cancel Jim. Yep. So, how are we going to cancel Jim? We have joined cancel culture, and Jim is being canceled. Wait, 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 wait. What? Spice Road 2, too spicy or Spicy Boy? That's One hilarious. Spicy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love sorry, that. Sorry, Jim, you've been canceled. We can't talk about you now. We don't talk about Jimbo. Well, no. We so, don't wait. talk about so Jimbo. So, Death Star plans allow somebody Bo. to, like, immediately change the topic? Yep. So... Did it cancel out gyms or did yeah. it? Yeah, we're, we're, topic has been changed. The Death Star plans have been stolen. No. Oh, now it says Death Star plans back to gym. So we talked about board games then. Okay. Sorry, I didn't, I really embellished a lot. I didn't even say the game. That, okay, wait, so it's called The Crew and it's basically like the car, classic card game Spades. With 10 million other things added into it. No. Spades is yes. a good game though. Spades, okay, so maybe okay, but I would no, like Here's it. the thing, it's Chris, not just mi- Spades. Chris, it's sweet, dude. <laughs> Jim, this redemption needs a cool down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it can't get overridden immediately. Yeah, right? uh, you know what? I'm going to put in a five minute cooldown on that. That way, if somebody read. Okay, so with the classic game of speeds, like there's table talk allowed, but only specific table talk at specific times during the thing. And also, not table talking is also table talk. And then there's missions. 50 missions it's you have to complete. It's to be played at one sit down. Chris, how fun does this sound? So, okay, just so everyone knows, who here has not played spades? Raise your hand if anybody has not played spades in real life. So Kara has it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. You, you, Excuse you? You play for tricks. You freaking what, mate? You heard me. You play for tricks. <laughs> So if uh, I the lay tricks down, tricks are for kids. <laughs> Silly rabbit. Silly rabbit. Yeah. If I lay down like a nine of hearts, that is now the suit. Whoever lays the highest heart wins that trick. And unless then, you trumpet. Unless you trumpet with a spade, but you can only play a spade, the first spade, once. Yeah, you don't yeah. Have, spades has to be broken. They have basically. to be broken in order to play them. So once you have broken. to follow suit. If you can't follow suit, then you can break Trump. Yep. Once Trump has been broken, oh, then you can Oh, maybe I have Trump. played it. It's been a long time. And it's really fun. And it's, then he, it's similar-ish to hearts. But you, you you usually play with partners, right? Yep. And the yeah, person you across your from hands. you. Yep. And then you don't like you can't like talk and say what you have. So so this game, the crew, it's the same concept, but you get you draw a mission card. So then what you have to do is you have to win the round where the card you drew comes up. So let's say you draw a mission to get the three of 
hearts. Oh, cool. That sounds awesome. It, isn't it fun? You, you have to get the three of hearts. So it's actually, but everybody's got their own mission. And you know what your mission so is. So, like, if you had three of hearts and I had nine of clubs and they're both in the same thing, now we both get, like, like someone who's like, oh, okay, we'll lead hearts. And they're like, I'm going to throw away this club on top. And you're like, oh, crap, now we both need egg, whatever. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. Like it's, it. a, it's a cooperative game. And you only win if you all work together. And so, if you win this trick, whatever, yeah, and there's a card in it that somebody else needs, something, like, detrimental happens yeah. to you. You, you like lose your communication with other people. It seems really fun. It was only ten dollars. Um, there just seems to be a lot that but, goes into it, and it also says it is the best played with three to four players. Not just two, but you can play it two. Yeah. But there's a fifty mission logbook, and you got to get through all the fifty missions. And they but, say this takes a few weeks. Well, no, to well, yeah, it's like yeah, you just you do a mission or two here or there. Exactly it, Kara. <sighs> you only do a couple missions here and there. When you buy a book of Mad Libs, you don't sit down for six and Thank a half you. hours and do every single no, Mad Libs. Kara does a whole book of Sudoku. But Mad Libs, though. like, each one completes itself. It's not like a continuing story. No, yeah, and each, same each, with the and mission. each mission completes itself. Yeah, if you well, win the mission, then you're good and you're done. You I, get a good feeling. Uh, no, no. What do you mean, no? No. Do you feel the obligation to beat all 50 missions in one sitting? Yeah. Hero Realms, like, cooperative campaign is meant to be played over. You would not like D&D, then. Because D&D, you, you'd start a... Pro, like your overarching mission and you, you know, play yeah, it. There, there's a guy who's been doing a D and D campaign for literally 40 years. One campaign, one campaign, Kara. What? Yep. I watched it. I can't remember who did a th variety or someone did a, did a, did a thing on him where he was talking about like different people come and go, but like the core story has been propagated through this single campaign of D and D since he was like 16 years old or something. This guy has no life. Or he has the coolest life. Um, anyways, Jim. He's a professor. Jeez. Um, the other thing, so then there's a couple of things. I've Board game got me to my very first Kickstarter. And then so now that I've done one Kickstarter, I have done three Kickstarters. I've done, have I done two board games? Or just have I only done two Kickstarters? You've done Fire in the Hole. Is that a secret? I bought no. an extra one and I was going to give it to you. To me? Yeah, you. All right. I'm cool with that. Do you want to hear about it? I'm Sure. It's been popped. We'll go there. I'm tearing up. Did you so accidentally excited. buy two? Or no, I literally thought two? that if we, you and I play it together, you're going to want your own version. Yes, it is the canon one, Jim. So you, um, it's a pop-up pirate ship. This already sounds incredible. <laughs> it's a dexterity game. So you get like little foam cannonballs, and you try to do like, I think like tic-tac-toe, or not like tic-tac-toe, but you try to get like, a square of four by each other of your color. Okay. And so each turn you've got cards that can like interfere with other people. So you can make someone wear an eye patch. So when they throw, they have like, an, they have like <laughs> lose their depth perception. Um, you can like get where you like throw multiple balls in one hand toss. And so, yeah, it's literally, you're just like throwing cannonballs at a ship and you, and, and then there's like ones where it was like, it lets you like take someone's cannonball out of the board. Um, but it looked ridiculously fun. So I backed that one. And so I did, I, it's like one for twenty dollars, or you can do one for thirty dollars plus all the expansions included, or you can get two for fifty dollars with all the expansions included. So before you know it, I was like, "Well, if I get this and it's kickstarted, and then you can't get it later on." I'm like, "I know somebody I play it with is going to want it." So mm -hmm. the first I thing I kickstarted was uh, Exploding Kittens. Was it really? Yep. Dang, that's crazy! What a popular game. I love Exploding. Well, I got Kittens. the Not Safe for Work edition. We do too. And I didn't realize how not safe for work it actually is. Oh, yeah. It is not safe for work. That is so nope. true. Nope. 
And so my brother, we, my brother was like, hey, you, you guys got exploding kittens, right? And I was like, yeah, we did. He was like, you want to bring it to mom and dad's? Because he has his, but he's coming from like two, two hours away. So he was like, if you guys just bring yours, whatever. And I was does like, he have the vanilla edition? He yeah. does. I was like, we don't have a mom and dad safe version of exploding <laughs> kittens. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, so that one seems pretty fun. And then so now because of that dexterity game, I've been getting tons of Facebook ads for like golf dexterity uh, games and all these. Tell other. them about the video game that we. So Cloud we, I, Puff Island or Cloud um, something uh, like Island that. Skies, Island Skies. So then we went back to Kickstarter for a video game and it was $20 to back it or 30 Chris, for the alpha access. It's freaking adorable. So it's um it's like Puff Pals. It. It's like Stardew crossed with Animal Crossing kind of stuff. Yeah, you actually do because like Animal Crossing, you really don't like grow crops. Although in the most recent update, you they did add that, believe it or not. Um, but the economy isn't based off crop growing like Stardew. Um, mm. and, and this one, it's like yeah, it's very much so mixed between like Stardew and Animal Crossing, and it seems really fun. So mm -hmm. that one's cool. It it like like exponentially do, blew past its. Yeah. Um, thing. Then did you it's see what? It's adorable. So is it already available to play the alpha then? No, the no. alpha comes out in like a month or two, I think. It's Are coming you gonna out stream real it? soon. I could. I could totally stream uh, it. It's cute. I will be streaming no, it. You need to stream the violent games. Jerry needs to stream the cute <laughs> games. I need to stream uh, speaking, the games where you have to be smart. Speaking of violent you games. The, you stream the games where you can make sexual innuendos. Yeah. <laughs> Timberborn. Innuendo. Trail makers. Innuendo. Speaking of, speaking of oh. violent games. I have beat both of Jeremy's chained ogres for him in Sekiro first try. And then I went and I beat my own chained ogre first try. So just a little tangent because I want to keep talking about board games and say for sake of gym. But last time Kara played on stream Sekiro, she rage quit. You guys all saw her. What, what I didn't realize is the Genichiro that she was fighting on stream was actually a harder version of because the Because you're going back to refight it, so you get a little extra challenge. You get a little extra challenge. So then I told her after watching that, and this is actually a really funny story. I told her after watching that, you know what, she should probably just start the game over to like get eased into the mechanics again because it is a very like, you know, be very, you know, tricky game to master. Yeah, you got a muscle memory. And in. so she was watching me play and she's like, I want to try this. So she, because I started a new character. He she, was struggling with a chained ogre. So, so she, I was like, let me try. Go ahead. Sorry. Struggling is a big stretch. He tried I don't it think like, so. Struggling is the default no. state for your life. He no. had done this like two or three times. No, that's not like, struggling. Let me try in it. Souls game, you know that that's the point. All right, Anyways, continue so, though. What happened, so she, Jeremy? So she beat it. So then I. First went, try. I went twice. And then she's like, can I try? A later version of it. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So then she, so she tried it again. She beat that one. First try. So then I had her fire up her own game. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe Kara is ready just to pick up where she left off, right? Well, here's the best part of the story. Oh my gosh. Right this bumper is, is attack. Right trigger is uses like your special ability, right? She just played the game and beat this boss yesterday. <laughs> Left bumper is block. So she fires up her own game and she keeps spanning special ability and she doesn't even understand what's and going Ren on. And Run is holding down B and not not left thumbstick. Even though she just did fine with the controls yesterday, so I was like, maybe you should start. So then it. I went, <laughs> but I ended up beating the second round of the headless ape and his girlfriend. Cam was there for that. The first round of the ape. Yeah. Cam watched her beat yep. the guardian ape. Yep. So then the second last yesterday, two days ago, three days ago, somewhere in there, I beat the guardian ape and his girlfriend, because he comes back because he still has a centipede in him. And I beat the chained ogre, and I beat this crazy ninja guy right before you go on to fight Allfather. 
Very confident. I was slaying it in Sekiro the other night. And then I started. And you didn't stream it. I didn't. It wasn't a stream night. So you can still stream. I know it's true. Jeremy's going to be just as irresponsible either way. <laughs> and then I went to fight <laughs> Owlfather. And I almost got through the first phase with Owlfather. But. <laughs> Brad. What a coincidence. My last girlfriend was a headless ape. <laughs> oh, You're going to have to show me pictures of your ex-girlfriends, Brad. Seriously, no, what I do want to say, though, is like out of context, if you just listen to some of the conversations gamers have, like, well, then I had to kill the monkey and his girlfriend, the headless ape and his girlfriend. <laughs> that <know>. chained ogre. <laughs> um, good thing he's a butt man. Oh, all right. So, not that, like, I'm going to oh reel gosh. us back in from this tangent. Dude, I want to go back to board what's, games. What's the monkey with the red butt? A baboon. Do you like baboons, Brad? They're signaling him. Yep. <laughs> the tail is like a big arrow that says right here. Right here. <laughs> and the color, but. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. All right, back um, to board so games. So you didn't say what your favorite board game is. You just talked about some board games that you like. Um, What has been my jam for board Wingspan, games? Wingspan, 1,000%. Wingspan is probably my favorite. Um, But I also have, <laughs> yeah, Railroad Inc. has been really fun, like the actual game. Um. <laughs> We've been playing, oh, the simplest card game, uh, Jim, you'd actually have really fun playing it, would be Nut Nut Squirrel. It is... Jeremy's we, been loving Nut Nut we Squirrel. We bought it for Chip, but this game has taken people's in my life by storm. Everybody I've played with it loves it. It is literally a deck full of nut, like nuts and seeds and squirrels. Mm-hmm. So you draw up, and then you just say, okay, I'm, I'm good, I'm going to pass. So you, let's say you draw like three nuts... And you're like, okay, I'm going to pass. So then it goes to Kara's turn. So then she draws. And if she gets a squirrel, at that point, all of her nuts are gone. and Because the squirrel get to, stole them. I get to bank mine and keep them safe. But then if she passes back, and then I draw a squirrel, then what I draw in the last turn is now gone as well. So your nuts aren't safe until you bank them. And so it's just this little and fast. And you can only bank once a squirrel pops up. Yep. You can only bank once a squirrel pops up. So, so. basically, if you're like super unlucky, you could end up with nothing. It forever. happens a lot of games. A lot of games. You just end up with nothing because it's like you try to pull a couple and then, you know, people just like pass at the right time and then you draw a squirrel. And mm-hmm. then it's like they'll draw a squirrel and then you draw a squirrel. So the, anyways, they made a uh, updated version of it and it's called Even Nuttier Edition. So they added some modifier cards, which are really fun. So there's a golden acorn that's worth five. A squirrel cage that lets you squirrel one cage. Winter's coming card, which forces you to draw three additional cards when you get it. Um, it it's fun. The game is just sounds really, it's stupid fun. It is it is fun. I played it. it where, okay, I want to talk about this ice cream social joke that you cracked earlier. Oh, okay. Because never even heard about this. <laughs> so, so, Chris said if he steals an F-16, we've got to put our way our ice cream sandwiches and then go stop him, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was talking to Chris last week at work and, I, you know, talking about my day and everything. And this person had just got back from a six-month deployment. So it was their first day back to work. So I got an email that morning that, oh, at 1600, we're going to have an ice cream social upstairs to welcome this person back. <laughs> so I went up there, and there was a big old thing of vanilla ice cream. So somebody was dishing that up. They had hot fudge syrup for oh the top of it. gosh. Chopped peanuts 
and a brownie to put in the top of that. Dang. So I went up there and I had just this deluxe Sunday, and we all just sat there and talked for the last half an hour of the day. I wish I could do that. Be like, hey, yeah. everybody, leave your patience for a half hour. We're just going to eat ice cream and we're just going to chit chat. Forget your patience. Well, I, and I can't, we were talking about like something else, like, and I might have been like in the middle of some like horrible project or something. It's like I just needed like vent. He's like, oh, yeah, I got this ice cream social I've got to go to. I was like, what is your job? How is that defending our country? I know. Jeremy complains about his job, but. It's real cushy. It's, it's not real cushy. cushy. How is it not cushy? cushy. How is it, it not is cushy. cushy? First off, I hate talking to other people. So the social anxiety while I'm sitting there eating my ice cream. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, I see eight brand new people that I have to talk to every single day. You want to talk about not talking to people? I yeah, talk you, to you, people. Here's what you do, Jeremy. You're just like, oh, I have an ice cream headache. I can't uh, talk right I now. I can't talk right now. <laughs> Jeremy's like, shoot, he's coming towards me. Don't look at him. He might go yeah. away. I'm like, oh, hi. So Aren't you wearing camouflage? Blend in. Oh yeah, just blend in. I get to yell at people because they don't brush their freaking teeth. It's like, so the, if you don't yell at them, they'll be happier. Yeah, I don't true. yell at them. I talk to them. But Jeremy. Anyways, there's a reason why I didn't tell care about ice cream social time because of this. Yeah, they're masturbating. Here's the flip side of it. I wouldn't mind talking to random people. When you're on the same playing field with someone, it's a lot easier to chit chat with them and BS with them. Once there's like a rank structure involved and like this person is supposed to respect you and then you're supposed to respect all these other people, it's just, it's too much. No, I just need it to be even playing field, relaxing. In so what job is it an even playing field? Your there's job. The boss? No, there's, no, it's not. No, but, but the your dentists patience. are above. We're talking about. Here's the thing. My patients definitely do not see me as equal. They de they definitely are like, you're here to service me. Not in, no. Nope. Not in any movie I've ever seen about dental hygiene. Is what, movie what's that? reality? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> yeah, right? thank you. I'm going be to be a dentist or whatever. That's not how probably a song, but not in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> um. Do not accumulate interest. <laughs> they do. They do. Everyone loves playing that nut squirrel. Anyway. Jim said if you just keep your mouth stuffed with ice cream, you don't have to talk to anybody. Chris, we should just make our own clone of that game because you play Timberborn where it's like wood, wood, beaver. Log, log, beaver. <laughs> you got to collect all the stacks of wood. And whoever has the most wood somebody, at the yeah. end gets the biggest dam. Yeah. <laughs> and when you win, you got to say hot damn, I won. <laughs> If you don't say it, it's like bingo. You don't win. But then, yeah, if you draw a beaver, it steals all your wood. Yep, it grinds it into sawdust. Yep. Then you then you have a little packet of sawdust. You have to throw in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> or you get it thrown into how your is, face. How annoyed did you be? It's like you have all this this lumber saved up. It gets mowed down by a beaver, and then someone throws sawdust in your face. That would be hilarious. It'd be funny. It'd be funny. We need to do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So. Uh, let's let's boil this down. If you had to pick what your current favorite board game is, then it would it, will, it would be Wingspan. I really okay. do love that game. I love birds in general. That's why I like Kanash from Moon Knight. Kanchu. Kanchu. He's a you know big bird. With a cool face. But he's not yellow. I love seagulls. <laughs> I don't know if I have like a favorite. I've been enjoying playing uh, Railroad Inc on my phone. Railroad Inc is awesome. It's, it's really game. fun. You just roll dice and then everybody uses those dice to connect um 
like entrances and exits on a map. So it's very similar to Mini Motorways, Chris. Very, very similar. Yeah, you would really like it. But they have an app, so I just play it on my phone. Oh, I do need to brag a little bit. I got an incredibly good score on Mini Motorways doing the daily challenge. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. That is a really great game. So they just they just added two new cities. Really? Yep. Yes, yeah, so there's two new cities at the end of the game to do more stuff for. That's cool. So I went in and I did one of the cities, and then Gwen had just done the daily challenge and gotten totally hosed. She scored like 700 trips. So like a thousand is a pretty good score. Like that's sort of like the benchmark. Like once I get to a thousand, I feel like I did like good enough in the game. Yeah. And then there's the achievements for each map are for. 600 trips, 1,000 trips, and 2,000 trips. <laughs> and I did 5,110 trips on one map, which is like blows Jeez. my high score away by like 2,000. And like, I, I was just like, I was getting all the motorways. I was not getting good spawns. I was getting really bad spawns, but like I was doing just enough to kind of like stave off the disasters. Yeah. And then I would get enough stuff that I would pause and like, like I, I almost never do this because it's usually a disaster. I would like completely redesign all my roadways. It's like eventually it's like, oh, I got a cluster of these color. Like, I don't know if you've played mini motorways or not. Mm -hmm. So it's like you get houses and you get shops and then you get like, so if you get like a red house and a red shop, you want to connect them so that the car can go and collect the groceries. They're little like location pins. Once you get enough pins, a timer will start. If the timer goes off, you lose. So you just want to make sure you have enough traffic going to your shops and you get one point per thing you collected. Okay. So, and then like you, you don't want to have a, big like log jam of traffic and stuff it, it's not like super realistic because like at the end of the game when you lose it's like your city shut down because not enough people got to the stores on time it's like that's not <laughs> how cities work <laughs> um that's but funny. yeah i just i i had an incredibly incredibly good game on that one so like and like so when, when it's done like it gives you like a little graph and stuff and it shows you like where you placed and so i was in the top 100 people of scores on that and i'm i'm usually a top 10% is pretty reliable like i'm pretty good at the game nice. but i got top 4% and i was in the top 100 people dang so um, how high have you gotten in the daily on what's your highest placement? i've gotten like in the top 100 you but have once yeah and railroading so it, it was like that yeah that's pretty cool before we leave i want to do one last shout out to the original best so the other day, Gwen <laughs> says mini grocery mart makes me angry. So she plays mini motorways, obviously. Yeah. And like, so just like quick side story. Gwen and I play the game exactly the same way. We're not playing it and having fun. You're stressed out and angry the entire time you're playing, but then you're done <laughs> and you just feel good because the stress is over. <laughs> I was going to modify that. So Jim posted a thing in, in uh, the 3D printing discord of like scientists create a band that generates electricity from your stress and then it shows Creality owners and they're just one ball yeah. of electricity. I was going to say that's you when you go to work. But, it, it is um, me. Way back when we were talking about TV shows and Kara not letting me watch stuff. So I was re-watching the first Mandalorian season one and how good that show actually is. It's fantastic with Queel and IG-11. And so in the stupid little Star Wars game we play, it's the Grand Arena, big PvP game. And they made it so it's three versus threes. So I put my Mandalorian IG-11 and Queel team on my back row. And having, like, two defenses where people go in with two different groups of teams to, like, whittle you down is pretty darn good. It had five defenses, and the guy still didn't beat it. So I won because of Mando, IG-11, and Quill. IG-11 is able to solo every mission in that game. Yeah. Know. He is amazing. He has a, he, uh, They have such great synergy together. But it just it all ties together because I've been rewatching Mando, mm-hmm. and then I put those characters <laughs> together for fun. But they have <laughs> fantastic synergies. Yeah. I think this is in reference to your Squirrel Squirrel Nut game. 
He says, never play with a girl named D. You'd be messing with D's nuts. Oh, <laughs> Especially if there's a nut thief card, so I'd steal D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and on that I'm, terrible disappointment. I was just going to say. Hold on. Who are we going to raid? Oh, good point. Who are we going to raid? Is Chris. Sith Lord Brit on? Uh, let's see. Raid channel. No, she's not. Um, so Chris Perillo, King's Creations, and Maker Deck. So of the people that we followed at this point. Let's go to do, do visit Chris again. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Are you going to be able to interact with them a little bit when we jump over? I sure can. Okay. I can. Jeremy's going to drive home, so. All right. So we're going to get this raid countdown started. So while that is queuing up. Oh, my God. Brad has a pineapple on pizza. It's, it's, in, the, it's in the Twitch stock emotes. Is it really? Yep. Yep. That's amazing. All right, so I just want to say thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're listening to the audio-only version, again, I apologize for yet another episode that is impossible to listen to. Ryan, what emote? You should check us out. How do you rate? I don't know how to raid with an emote. You just use emotes going in, I think. Um, anyway, so if you're listening to the audio-only version, I want to apologize. But you can always check us out live on twitch.tv slash Rise of the Podcast, Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central. If you're watching the YouTube version... Thank you for checking us out on YouTube. You can also check us out live, but if you do want to see any old episodes or catch up, you can watch at, at youtube.com slash rise of the podcast. All the old classics are there. Highlights from the podcast occasionally get made and are put out there. Um, don't forget to like the video and to comment on it with what your favorite board game is. And don't forget to ring the notification bell to be notified every time we upload a new video. So you're always up to date with all the lunacy that goes on here. All of that said, thank you guys so much for watching. And of course, may the force be with you.